On the last episode of Have You Seen Fraser Crane? Fraser didn't just leave us. He seemed to have disappeared altogether. He's a character! He's not real for Christ's sakes! Jesus fucking Christ! What did she just say? <laughs> Dr. Fraser Winslow Crane is a fictional character on the American. He's not real? What? He's not real? No! No! No, no, no. Sydney, no! Sydney! Sydney, no! I'm listening. It's true. Dr. Fraser Crane is not real. Are we disappointed? That would be an understatement. Mortified? Doesn't come anywhere close. We're shell shocked. The man we spent our lives looking up to, idolizing, isn't even a real person. How am I doing? I don't think I have one dish left that Sid hasn't smashed to pieces. I haven't slept. I'm so nauseous I haven't even been able to keep down my post-dinner caviar and champagne. I guess you can probably surmise how I might be doing. How did we not see this coming? How did we both spend a really long time believing that Fraser Crane was a real person? I'm not afraid to say that the show just felt so real. That's why we loved it. Frasier made us believe he was just an everyday radio host with a definitely justified high income who dated model zoologists. The five-star restaurants, the social stature, the Eames furniture. Of course I believed it. I was living the same rich and famous lifestyle. I was seeing my reality on screen. And for me, when Teddy says something is real, I just take her word for it because that's what friends do. Where do we go from here? We can't in good faith keep looking for a guy that doesn't exist. So I guess that's it. There's nowhere to go from here. We'll just never see Frasier on TV again. Wait. Wait. You hold on just a second. Oh, we're not done yet. No, no. We can't look for a man who doesn't exist, but we can look for a man who does exist. Yes, True, but... The guy that played Frasier. What was his name? Um, Kelsey Grammar? Grammar? Well, that guy is basically Frasier. He was the man behind the man in the brown suit the whole time. Okay. So if Frasier's missing, then it's safe to assume Kelsey is missing too. If we find Kelsey, we find Frasier. Are we sure that means Kelsey Grammar is missing too? Like, Does that make sense? Probably. I mean, think about it. All the reasons we thought Frasier was missing would be the same reasons for this Kelsey guy. A man at the height of his career stops playing the most successful TV character in history. If Kelsey isn't playing Frasier, he's either stupid or missing. Okay. Exactly. Anyone who plays Frasier for 22 years can't be stupid, so... I mean, yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. Plus, I bet he's just the guy to talk to about that reboot we've been dreaming of. Now you're speaking my language. Without Kelsey, there's no Frasier. If we find him, we get Frasier back. Back in all his prime time glory. With a new target in our crosshairs, the search for Kelsey Grammer begins. But before we start, we need to understand who we're looking for. Who is Kelsey Grammer? Turns out, Kelsey Grammer is an award-winning actor, but he's also an award-winning comedian, singer, producer, director, writer, and pro-life activist. 
not to mention the owner of GramNet Productions, which is said to be the production company solely responsible for that infamous mid-2000s boom in urban female TV content. Yes, we're talking girlfriends. Kelsey was born in the Virgin Islands and later moved to Florida with his mother, sister, and two half-brothers. Sounds nice, right? Think again. His family was plagued with tragedy from the murders and deaths of multiple family members during his teenage years. In high school, Kelsey turned to acting for solace, later attending Juilliard to hone his craft, clearly a talented boy. And then suddenly, he was propelled into the world of stage and soon after, screen. Kelsey made a splash in the soaps and entered quickly into the world of prime-time television on a little show called Cheers. Why don't you say hello to him right now? Hello, Sam. (laughs) I'm Dr. Fraser Crane. I'm sorry I startled you. The rest is basically history, according to Wikipedia. Except, is that the rest of it? People don't just go missing without a reason. I mean, this is Hollywood. It's not crazy to think somebody had a reason to make Fraser go away. But who? Who would have the balls to damage the purity of American culture and without anybody noticing? Frazier was at the height of his fame, well, during the entire run of the series, so that gives us an 11-year window to work with. We've got to figure out exactly who to lay the blame on for all this. Let's look at the television landscape from 1993 to 2004, a.k.a. the Frazier years. The 90s. What a time. In fact, it was a time some would call the sitcom era. Everywhere you turned, there was a new half-hour comedy starring an unlikable cast of frizzy-haired nobodies. To say it was a saturated market would not be doing it justice. It was insanity. The industry couldn't keep up. Three new American networks had to be created just to accommodate all the half-hour content, making it through pilot season. With this came a lot of crossover in content. What's the real difference between Roseanne and Married with Children? If you really think about it, what I'm trying to say here, these shows are the exact same and that they both represent the worst of humanity. So what's a boy or even a girl to do when there's another sitcom around every corner looking to steal your thunder? You could rebrand, spice things up, but consider the consequences. Look at what happened to Happy Days. Now that show is just the brunt of a sick joke about taking things too far. So what's the other option? You kill the competition? I mean, maybe. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves, though. Since it is well documented that it is the actor's ego that is the most delicate of all, it is extremely likely that another leading man, or woman, felt threatened by Fraser's success. Desperate people do desperate things, right? That's right. So who then? Who would have had the gall to pull it off? What about Kelsey's competition in the 11 years that Fraser ran? It would have had to have been another actor in a titular role in a show with the perfect mix of workplace and family drama. Jerry Seinfeld? Or maybe Al Bundy? No way. Everybody knows Jerry and Al were never in it for the money or the fame. Why else would they choose to wear all that rayon blend clothing? What about Fran Fine, the nanny herself? I've heard rumors that Fran was quite the firecracker. But pulling off a high-stakes conspiracy to get rid of her Hollywood foe? I don't think she'd have it in her, regardless of what the shrill voice might insinuate. What about Tim Taylor? (sighs) Home improvement? You think that seven-year-long advertisement for Michigan tourism threatened Frasier's success? Get real. Right, right. Hey, what what about a show that came out in the early 2000s? That would make sense with Frasier ending in 2004. 
Okay. Oh, what about Two and a Half Men? It came out in 2003, and Charlie Harper would have done anything for a popularity boost. If it was Charlie, then he would have killed Kelsey for no good reason. The fan base has never intersected. I know Charlie isn't known for his decision-making, but going after Frazier? He would have been better off ruining Frankie Muniz's career, and I think he possibly even did. Say, where is Frankie these days? No, you're right. Frazier fans are far too highbrow to be able to digest the Harper family's sense of humor. I would know. Look at me. I'm getting heartburn just talking about them. Wait. Oh, okay. This might be a crazy idea, but what about... Adrian Monk? Monk premiered in 2002, giving Adrian plenty of time to notice that Kelsey was unshakable from People Magazine's sexiest primetime middle-aged male actor in a musical or comedy. When was the last time you saw anybody wearing a Monk enamel pin on their jean jacket lapel, huh? Exactly. Are we sure the show even really was a threat? I mean, we can't just start accusing random people. It's true that Monk wasn't as beloved as Frasier, but for a show that had such a pathetic fan base, it won a lot of awards. More than Frasier? <laughs> ah! How dare you! Of course it didn't. Wait. Monk isn't real either. What? No! What? I mean, it, it doesn't really matter, though. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I, I don't know. Anyways, looks like the guy who played Monk, Tony Shalou, he beat out Kelsey for a couple of acting awards. Wait. Oh my god. Tony beat out Kelsey for the SAG Award in 2004? But but that was Frasier's final season. I, I don't understand. It, it should have gone to Frasier. I, it was supposed to go to Frasier. Tony must have had help from the inside. I guess this guy is connected because there's no fucking way that voting body would have given him that award with a straight face. He must have blackmailed somebody at the top. And well, if he's capable of doing that... What else do we have on him? Looks like Tony and Kelsey share similar career paths. They've even worked together a couple times. Tony started his career in high school plays. He continued to pursue acting at the University of Southern Maine, later Yale Drama School. That's a competing school of Juilliard where Kelsey shaped his craft. From 1986 to 1991, Tony was cast in a variety of TV movies and series roles. Walk-on parts that ranged from Cab Driver to Paul's Doctor. Look here. In 1991, he's cast in Wings as an Italian. Hey, wait. Dr. Fraser Crane was on Wings. Sky King is a psychiatrist. Yes, Dr. Fraser Crane. I'm conducting a self-esteem seminar this weekend. Okay. Holy shit. Whoa, get this. Tony appeared on Frasier in a walk-on role as a participant in a focus group who admits to hating the Dr. Frasier Crane show. I see we're out of time. Thank you for listening. This is Dr. Frasier Crane wishing you all good mental health. I don't know. Uh, something about... I don't like it. <laughs> a beautifully written episode ruined by all those harsh words said about the doctor. It was a tough watch. Frasier so helpless. Tony I know now gaining power with every insult, hiding behind that not quite Middle Eastern accent. An interesting casting twist made for a man who probably hated Kelsey in real life. Monk premiered in 2002. That makes the next two years a battle royale for Monk and Frasier in the ratings and for Kelsey and Tony on the awards circuit. And the Emmy goes to my sweet friend, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. And the uh, Emmy goes to 
Tony Shalhoub Monk. Kelsey Grammer. Tony Shalhoub. It was back and forth, back and forth. Best actor in a comedy or musical goes to Tony, then Kelsey, then Tony again. All signs point to a natural rivalry. Tony had to fight to get where he was, and he didn't want anything to stop the success train from making its way into the station. Of course, of course it was Tony Shalhoub. Who better to confess to his own crime than Tony Shalhoub himself? We called his manager for an interview request, posing as some pretty important people with an offer hard to refuse. Hello? Is this Tony? Tony Shalhoub? Yes, this is Tony. It's Tony. Go. Hi, Tony. I'm from the American Shoppers Network. Congratulations. You've won the grand prize drawing for the American Shoppers Network sweepstakes. If you answer a few questions for us, you will be awarded a total sum of $714,285 U.S. dollars. That's a healthy sum. Fine. What are the questions? Oh, uh, I didn't think. Um, I, I guess I guess maybe like a skill testing question like, uh, okay, like what's, um, what's 155 plus 33 minus... Now let me be clear, Tony. If you did anything to Fraser, I'll fucking kill you. What's this about? Daddy, what about our cover? Forget what I said before. Sometimes letting your emotions get the best of you is actually the right thing to do. Let me talk to him. Tony? I swear to God, Tony, if you're the one that ended the show, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. Ended the show? What the hell are you on about? Here's what, Tony. It only took a very small amount of research to figure out that you did something to Fraser, Sabotaged his career. My guess is you probably killed him. Whatever it was, odds are you did it because getting rid of Fraser was undeniably the only one-way ticket to that undeserved SAG award. Monk just couldn't get there, right? You were just the last puppy to the teat, weren't you? Kelsey was suckling on fame and attention and you couldn't take it, so you got your Hollywood connections to take out Fraser so Monk could be number one. Isn't that right, Mr. Monk? You can't deny our shows were competing, but there's nothing wrong with a bit of healthy competition. Kelsey was a friend of mine, and anyway... I worked really hard for that SAG award. I even developed real OCD in time for the awards campaign. Sounds more like Tourette's, Tony. No, no. You're mistaken. I would know the difference. You're trying to tell me you had nothing to do with Fraser's disappearance. You didn't blackmail the guild and you were, in fact, friends with Kelsey or something? Yes. That's exactly what I'm trying to tell you. Oh. Well... You know what else I find weird, Mr. Monk? What? For some strange reason, Monk moved to NBC in 2004. Does that year seem at all important? Yes, actually. That was the year I directed my first film. It's called Made Up. It's a beautiful coming middle age story. Not even close. It was the year Fraser ended, you out-of-touch goon. Convenient timing, Mr. Monk. You even went to the lengths to distract everybody with a fake movie. You even called it made up, you idiot. How more transparent can you be? Please. My name is Tony Shalhoub. I'm a pretty well-known actor. He won't budge. Okay, let me try and get inside his head. Tony, Fraser was better than Monk, and you know that. You're still angry, aren't you? Jesus Christ! Kelsey was someone I looked up to. He meant everything to me as a burgeoning actor transitioning from stage to screen. Of course I didn't kill him or thwart his career or any other accusation you have against me. I'm a fan of his, just like you. Oh, 
you're a fan? We didn't realize you were a, a, a fan. Huge fan. I think Frasier was one of the best written shows ever. Just don't tell Monk creator Andy Breckman I said that. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, a fan wouldn't hurt Kelsey. Hey, sorry about all that interrogation just now. <laughs> We're just really protective of the guy. You understand. Sure. Wait, just a second. I almost forgot. Oh, you thought you had me there under your thespian spell? Not a chance. How do you explain this clip of you on the red carpet? Oh. Oh, God. I can explain. Welcome back to the 56th Primetime Emmy Awards. This is so exciting. All right. I'm standing here with Tony Shalhoub. Tony, you look dazzling. Are you nervous for tonight? I'm not nervous. Why be nervous? I have nothing to be nervous about. A lot of great actors up in your category. We've got Larry David, Matt LeBlanc, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. I got a few words for that guy. Well, good. Kelsey Grammer, I'm going to fucking kill you. Well, have fun in there tonight. I can certainly explain. Doesn't sound great, Tony. The lead actor in a comedy or musical category is always such a tight race. It was an inside joke. Some of the category regulars had to ease the tension. I've never known you to be funny, Tony. I assure you, Monk was considered a comedy. I promise you, I did not kill Kelsey Grammer, and I didn't thwart his career either. He was a friend of mine. I don't know why you're putting this all on me. Everybody knows that Moose's son has been publicly shaming Kelsey for years. If anyone would have the motive to take Kelsey out, it would be him. Did you say Moose? Yeah, the dog from the show. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's Eddie. Yes, thank you. I watched the show, too. I thought you two were fans. Eddie was the character. Moose is the dog's real name. And you're saying Eddie's son has got beef with Frasier? Find out yourselves. I'd be careful, though. You couldn't pay me to go near the guy. Be careful. <laughs> okay, Tony. <laughs> yeah, all right, Tony, you stupid idiot. He's a dog. Be careful. <laughs> Bye, Tony. I really thought we were onto something with that Tony theory. It's so great to hear he's a fan, though. So great. What do you say we talk to the so-called bad dog? You don't mind if I smoke, do you? Nah, man. Uh, we're cool. It's a bad habit. <coughs> I've tried, but some habits just can't be kicked. This is Moose Jr. He's the son of Eddie, that Jack Russell Terrier that played all those harmless pranks on Frasier. Their back and forth was electrifying and had critics on their feet with applause every week. Hey, Moose Jr., did you spend lots of time on set as a puppy? Please, call me MJ. MJ, really? Uh, even with... You know. With? Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, you saw the documentary, right? I don't watch movies. I mean, technically, it, wa it was more of a docu-series. Um. So, MJ, did you did you spend a lot of time on the set of Frasier when you were younger? Sure. Dad had me and my 14 siblings around all the time. I basically grew up on Perry Gilpin's lap. She sounds cool. 
I'm a dog person myself, so uh, no worries there. <laughs> Say, did you spend any time getting to know Kelsey Grammer? Kelsey? What's there to say about a man who destroyed my family? Excuse me? You watch your tongue. Oh, you think I should? You must not have been keeping track of the 306 threats Fraser made to kill my father over the course of the show. No, you're lying. Fraser wouldn't hurt a fly. Don't believe me? Eddie was viciously attacked. Oh. Is that coffee cake I smell? Fasten your seatbelt, Eddie. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. Listen carefully. By the time this day is up, one of us is going to sleep. Down, Eddie, down. I said down. Get down! Oh, stop it! If I had stuck Dad's feet into a bucket of cement and thrown him into Puget Sound, you'd have been the tiny little splash that followed him. Can't help wishing I could just kick that cane out from under him once in a while. And then he would land on Eddie. That's it. I mean, my bedroom is off limits to this flea bag. Don't stare at me, Eddie. I'm a humane man, but right now I could kick a kitten through an electric fan. Oh, no, Dad. No, no, not Eddie. But he's my best friend. Give me my beer, will you? He's weird. Gives me the creeps. And that's only side A, tape one of 42. Come on, it was the 90s. Things were different then. Plus, Kelsey was just doing his job, reading his lines, because as we all definitely know now, he's an actor. I see. Do you think that was just acting? Kelsey's trained, there's no denying that. But he must have missed the class on self-control. All those jokes about throwing dad over the balcony? Or how about when he would threaten to kick my dad through a door? There's no way those words were written by David Angel. David notoriously loved my father. No, Kelsey meant what he said. Every word of it. Any trained audience could tell by that demonic look he got in his eyes. Are you questioning the quality of Fraser's performance? I'd beg you to say that to Kelsey's 26 acting awards. My dad could act fucking circles around that washed up piece of shit. You better watch your mouth or I'll fucking kill you. Don't you dare talk about Fraser like that again. You got it? I come from a very loyal family. You got it? All Fraser ever wanted was his father to love him, and your father only ever got in the way of that. And he, like, got all his nasty white fur on that authentic Coco Chanel sofa and was always eating food off the table and stuff. You know what? I'd hate him, too. In fact, I'm glad your father is dead. MJ, no! You little shit! He bit me! You blew in my face! What'd you think was gonna happen? This is what I'm talking about. Us dogs have never gotten respect, and we'll never get any respect in this business. Just look what happened to that poor buddy from a dog's purpose. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about. Hollywood has been abusing dogs for years. Whoa, 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 whoa. Dennis Quaid totally cleared that dog's purpose thing right up. The dog liked being in those whitewater rapids. Oh, you two have been brainwashed, just like everybody else. Dogs are dying every day on sets across the country. I bet just now a dog has died in some lowly PAs, wrapped it up in some dirty sheets, put it in the trunk of their Corolla to take to the Mexican border where they will use the little Spanish they know so they can cross and dump the body in the Tijuana River. The Tijuana River runs red with show dog blood, believe you me. Come on, you're overreacting. Oh, am I? I'm overreacting. Explain what happened to my father then. What do you mean what happened to your father? He's dead, isn't he? He's a dog. Dogs die. What do you want us to say? My father was treated to the best food on the market. He got acupuncture, did yoga, made a deal with the devil for the gift of immortality. He was supposed to live forever. 
Don't you think it's kind of weird that the most famous dog in showbiz drops dead the second Frasier ends? Yeah, but I mean, who cares? What did he have to live for? It's not like anybody's itching for a Frasier spinoff about Eddie and his follow-up appointments at the vet for a nagging case of lice. Lice? My dad was a clean dog. A class act. He was on the cover of Time magazine, for Christ's sake. So was Osama bin Laden. Are you comparing my father to a terrorist? No. I've been investigating my father's death for years. I know he did it. I just haven't been able to pin it on him with certainty. The guy can't be pinned down. It's like he can be in two places at once. You better not be talking about my Frasier. My father was murdered. Who else could it be? Come here, you piece of shit! Next time on Have You Seen Frasier Crane. I think we need to talk to the people that were closest to Kelsey. Let's start with his ex-wife. My ex started to get mixed up with some bad people. Well, not people. Person. Not even person. Spirit, oh spirit, we call upon you. But seriously, if you have any leads, theories, or Frasier stories, lay them on us. Please call our very real hotline and leave a message so we can let Fraser know his lesser fans miss him too. But also, so we can figure out where he is because, well, we'd like to know as soon as possible. Please, call us at 1-833-TOSTSALAD. That's 1-833-TSD-SALD. One more time, that's 1-833-873-7253. This episode was produced by Carly McPhee, Matt Rubio, and me, Sydney Boniface. Music and audio production by Nick DiGitano. Voices for this episode were provided by Daniele Iannucci as Tony Shaloub, Jillian Ashton as Red Carpet Interviewer, and Tommy Marshall as Moose Jr. Have You Seen Fraser Crane concept developed by Sydney Boniface and Lauren Andrews, and episodes written by Sydney Boniface. I'm-